Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Thursday morning, the fourth day in the series of this new test. Appreciate you hanging out with me this morning. Hopefully you are doing outstanding. I'd be doing more outstanding if I'd had maybe a full cup of coffee instead of two sips of coffee. Let's make that three, shall we? See a few people already in, which is awesome. Thank you for joining me. The phone lines are open. You can dial in at 1-424-373-5483 or 1-424-DSD-LIVE. If you are outside of the United States and want to use a uh, less expensive method to call, you can head on over to www.callinstudio.com slash show slash DSD-LIVE. Hopefully this time I don't miss the queue and the queue actually populates and updates. So... Hoping that's going to happen. Today's topic is going to be talking about uh, how dangerous narcissists actually are. I got a voicemail on that. I'll play that momentarily. But before we get into this, let me just say I am not a therapist nor am I an attorney. I'm an individual much like yourself who uh, has gone through a traumatic experience and have developed some tips and techniques to work my way through it that I share with you to hopefully get your life back, get out from underneath the clutches of toxic people, learn to self-validate your life, hit the reset button, and make the most, salvage what you've gone through, and take take your life back. If you are, want to participate in the show today, make sure that uh, you know that If your comment is highlighted, your picture or avatar photo and name will be displayed. And if you call in, you will be live on the air. All right. I like that song. I just, that kind of gets me going every day. Thank thank God for Artlist.io for my royalty-free music. Hopefully everybody's doing well today. If you could say in the comments where you're from if you want to, or maybe just do it to the state or country, even if uh, you're worried about it. Uh, Oh, GA GA says, Hey, Dwayne cat, catch you every time. I've just finished doing something. Just done a seven mile run. Good for you, GA. That is awesome. Oh, and as I was talking about, so for the people watching the video part of this, I've highlighted GA's comment. I remember correctly, GA is in Germany, so we got people from all over the world. We got Ontario, Canada, Germany. Things are doing well. All right, let me. uh, I made a a slight tactical error, and I need to get to the uh, voicemail. So I have to, I have to, I have to navigate separately. Oh, I wonder if I can even do this. Now that the show's running, I may not even be able to get to the voicemail. <laughs> that was bad on my part. Uh, let me... <laughs> there would be super genius host right here. Uh, I think I can pull it up via an email, though, so stand by. Stand by one. Let's see, let's see if this works for me. There we go. All right. Crazy. 
you know, but sometimes when you're figuring this stuff out, you got to just load it all up and, uh, and, and just go for it. Oh, do you guys like my, my colorful lighting in the background? I've, I found my other RGB light so I could do that. I'd actually put it behind the little planter thing and forgot that I did it. And I spent a couple of days like, where did I put that light? All right, let me digress. So I'm going to, I'm going to play this. Uh, if you guys watched the show yesterday or looked in the comments, I uh, had said that if the show is offline, I've turned on the feature where you can still call in and leave a ma- uh, voicemail so that uh, we can uh, play some play, uh, play it later. Let me see if this will work. It doesn't appear to be working. Um, let me download it. And I, I really dislike whenever I end up in this situation where I'm trying to troubleshoot things live. But that is the reality of live events. Let me try this. Oh. I see what the problem is. My audio is not going to the right place. I think I got it figured out now. Hi, Dwayne. It's Lucia. I would love to hear you comment on the danger of the narcissist. I have a friend who was gravely, gravely damaged by a narcissist. And... um, I I feel like they are a danger to those around them. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. Love you. Bye. So that is an outstanding observation. Let me go ahead and close that out. And what I will say on this as we're as we're getting into this, if you want to participate in this, uh, definitely. Uh, call in and I could bring you in on this, but, but in my opinion, okay, the reason I think that narcissistic people are very damaging is one, they, they don't operate under the same like moral principles or social principles that everyone else does. So basically it's like a different rule set. It's like 80%, 90% of the people out there in the world follow, you know, this set of rules. And we view view the world in that with that lens. Then you have these nar- these narcissistic people who follow their own rules. They don't, you know, uh, honor integrity. Just doesn't even enter their lexicon. I mean, it's it's one of those things where they can do really horrible things to people and not even worry about it because it's all focused on them. Then you add into the, the add in the, to the mix on this that that they typically are very subtle and devious about what they do, right? So if you like this person, their friend, I mean I don't know the particular details, but it's highly possible that that it it causes well you start to feel like you're going crazy when you're dealing with these people because it just doesn't make sense. And they can turn around and in a straight face tell you the sky is green 
when you're looking up going, it, it's blue with a little bit of white. No, that's green. There must be something wrong with you that you see blue with white. You take that where you start, they start to undermine your view on your own sense of reality. And then whenever you cease to have a value to the person or they fear that you're close to exposing them, they will then turn around and start smearing you with everyone. They'll start smearing you with everyone they can possibly find. If they're really devious, they will start trumping up or making up charges to try to screw your life up legally, get you in legal implications. And it is absolutely devastating. And take it a step further, if they're just not your just average run-of-the-mill narcissist, but they follow into that dark triad, you're dealing then with somebody who is, who is actually like physically dangerous. Somebody who could really you know, do silence of the lambs type stuff to you uh, and not even bat an eye. It's, it is... It is something that most people, unless they've been through it or seen it firsthand, have a hard time understanding because that stuff just happens in movies. You know, but the, the, the real crazy part about this is that stuff happens in movies. That stuff happens in music. That stuff happens in cartoons. That stuff happens in, you know, there's examples all over every day for decades and decades and decades. This is not a new phenomenon of these type of people and these, this type of behavior. And it's almost like society normalizes it, which makes it even harder for somebody who's a target of a narcissistic person because you're subtly programmed that the behavior is normal. But at the same time, when you try to tell someone what's going on, they don't believe you. They look at it and like, oh, that doesn't happen. That's, you know, that's only in the movies and Gone Girl, you know, or that's only in, uh, you know, I mean, like take Rick and Morty, which is a, is a, it can, can be a sarcastically funny show. That is a horrible example of interpersonal dynamics and the way people are treated. It's like we are inundated day in and day out with examples of really toxic behavior that is normalized. And I think that, to me, is all culminated together is what makes a narcissistic person incredibly dangerous. Let me, uh, let me look. I, I see there is a caller, so I'm going to grab that today. But let me, uh, or get a moment, but let me look at the comments real quick as I was going through my tirade. Um. Let me see here. Blue is up to catch alive. Hey, Blue. Nice to see you there. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Bear says, absolutely, narcissists don't have the moral conscience. Absolutely. I remember working with somebody uh, who follows, I didn't know at the time, but I, do, I can see it now. The guy could switch on a dime, could, could go down a, 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 a path, be passionate about that path, 
And as soon as that, that, as soon as the instant he realized that that was not a winning position, this is what he would typically do. He would blame it on me, flip it around and come up with a different idea and be like, it was, it was crazy to watch. It actually made my head hurt. It would be like a, you know, yeah, Dwayne, you know, I don't know why Dwayne came up with that, but what I think, you know, really thinking about it now, we should do this. I was like, and at the time I'm like, Hey, my job is just, this guy was my boss at the time. I'm like, I'm, my job is to support this guy. It's not cool what he's doing, but okay, fine. You know, we have a mission we're trying to get done. We're trying to accomplish a goal. Uh, and I, and I made excuses for it. The only good thing is, is I, I, I'm good at building relationships with people. So when he really tried to harpoon me, I had people calling me saying, Hey, letting you know, uh, that mistake that he made, which is, could potentially be illegal. He's blaming on you, but we know what really happened and we have your back. And even then, see, this is what's so crazy about narcissistic people. Even then I didn't, it didn't click with me. I was still like, okay, well, that's messed up. But, you know, some people do weird things. So I just kind of like, all right, I got these people. If it really goes south, I got these people who are protecting me. And I should have been like, I should have had a boundary and said, what the hell? This is unacceptable. You know, fix this now or I'm going to cause problems. It's hard to do that with your own boss, though. But I ultimately actually did. Not on that issue, but on a, a, a something else. I'm just like, dude, I can't support you anymore. I can't. I can't do this. I can't keep making excuses for you, trying to convince people that you're not, you know, Satan. Speaking of that, the uh, the caller says the topic today is not today Satan, a Hoover success story. So let me bring bring uh, the caller in. Hi, you are on Hello. the show. How are you doing? Hey, hey, it's Tricia. How you doing? I'm doing good, Tricia. So I can't wait to hear a success story. Please share. All right. Well, it's not a question. It's not an issue. And it is a success story. And just the headline of this is I think this is what happened to me this week aligned with your your shows. And it's a really good example of you can do all the research you want and you can look at researchers and clinical psychologists, but the power of peer support like the kind that you give in our community, it does so much more. And I, that was proved this week when it was my birthday and your, your show started. And out of nowhere, my ex-fiance um, started to uh, troll me. I mean, I didn't realize it. I blocked him. I blocked him out of everything. He found me in a social media site. I blocked him there when I reactivated it. He got into my phone. He actually accessed my phone through an app I forgot he had access to. And oh, wow. I opened it up. He, he had been sending me emails for three months. Ever since I had my imaginary boyfriend <laughs> tell him to stay away from me. Oh. So, <laughs> and, and, and then unbelievably, I got, the voicemail came through. And I saw it. And I'm like, no. Because, and then I had your call. And this happened like this week when it was my birthday. And your calls helped ground me because I got, I, I wasn't going to listen to his messages, and I have not responded to him at all. Good. And the Hoovering's lasted longer than the relationship, believe it or not. And I, every time I've fallen for it, but this time when I listened to his voicemail, he left too. Dwayne and guys out there, it was like he was reading off of a script. And everything we've been talking about, and I, we probably touched on some points in these shows this week, 
it was like I could I could see right through his his voice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. It, it was a, oh, it was amazing, and I felt I felt really strong, and I wasn't going to listen to the messages. And I said, you know what? Let me listen to it. And when I listen to it, I feel as though it was a different person listening to it. And you know, he was scary because some of his DMs were saying, um, "I'm in your town. I just went by your house." And, and the reason this is so frightening to me that after he moved in, and then three weeks later moved out when when I found out what he was doing. I found out he had been convicted of felony child endangerment and I became very afraid, which is why he was staying here longer than I wanted him to. So this is a success story, but it's also, I think, teed up to your topic today because he is scary. And I think that by going no contact, I feel a little bit more safe. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you and I want to thank all the peeps in this community because listening to your story um, and listening to you, Dwayne, you can't underestimate the power of, of peer support. So yeah. thank you guys for making this possible. Well, thanks for calling in and sharing that. I really appreciate that. Well, keep and, up the good work. And happy birthday week, if, if it was this week or last week. So <laughs> hopefully you had a good birthday. Everybody say happy birthday in the comments if you can. All right. Thanks, thanks okay, Tricia, thank for calling. You. You're welcome. Keep it up. Thank you. So you guys, that's, I mean, that's a uh, that's a great example of how dangerous these people can be, or have the potential to be. I mean, I mean, I guess technically that example hasn't hasn't devolved into it, but but see, that's that's another thing that's really important about this is, and I and I get a little worried sometimes when people are like, oh, my ex is a narcissist, and it's like, okay, what type are they? Are they just a covert? Nar- I mean, is it like what I have, which I don't I don't necessarily am worried about. Uh, I mean, I'm worried about false allegations and the potential early on of, you know, ending up in jail because of it, but I wasn't necessarily worried about, you know, opening up my door and having, uh, you know, a, a life ending experience. Right. But at the same time, there are people who have those really dangerous, you know, psychopathic type of people, the dark triad type of people, and you better understand what you're dealing with so that you know what your risk is. And, and I hope that, I mean, and that, and I, I, I wish the, the, the person who left the voicemail had left a little bit more detail, but it, that's really important to, to keep in mind and to, uh, to watch out for. And, and the reality is, is if you're dealing with somebody like that, like even in this situation with Trisha's, I mean, you, you have somebody who has a a criminal history that you now know about. They won't leave you alone. They're leaving comments saying that they're driving by the house. And, you know, there's a point, and I think somebody had, had said in the comments, and now I understand, maybe I saw that. I don't know. Uh, you know, getting a restraining order. Um, I mean, probably in my situation, and I've ultimately done this, not because of my ex, but just in general is, you know, it's probably a good idea if you have somebody like that in your life to have a security system, to have cameras, so that, uh, you know, if, see, cause here's the thing, they could be saying, oh, I'm driving by your house. I'm still in the same town just to try to scare you, which would be scary. Uh, or, or they could actually be saying it and doing it. Right. And then if you had uh, evidence of it, then you could say, look, this person is leaving these threatening messages. I have video of their car driving by the house or them standing at the, at the end of the corner. 
if you could potentially, you know, capture that and to, to protect yourself. Uh, personally, I think I would strongly encourage everyone to have an alarm system. Uh, I, I fully understand that most of the time in our situations, we're so financially ruined that paying extra for it seems, uh, you know, it's not even an option. I mean, for the first six years of my situation, I was so financially ruined that I couldn't do it. When I started doing this and I have all this equipment, uh, sitting out, um, I finally was a, finally got a can, you know, an alarm system. I use simply safe because you could, the monthly fee is relatively low and the equipment is just, you pay for it and then it's yours. And this, this video is not sponsored by simply safe, although it should be, Hmm, maybe I should think about that. All right. Let me, let me look. Oh, everyone's saying happy birthday to Tricia. You guys are so awesome. Uh, oh, speaking of communities, uh, one other thing I, I tend to forget to tell people about is I, there is a DSD Discord server. Uh, if you are interested in that and want to participate, and it is uh, kind of like semi-private, if you, let me, uh, is this button going to work? Yeah, if you go over to the Dad's Surviving Divorce or the DSD channel page, which I have to update because this live stream over here is no longer correct, you can see these links right here. Actually, everyone, most of your YouTube uh, people that you follow in their main banner will have this. And uh, which one am I looking for? This one right here, Discord. Um, that one, if you click on that, it will take you. It's an invite for the Discord server. Uh, if you decide to do that, log into or get into it. When you do your main thing and you're in the, uh, the general tab, DM me, direct message me saying, Hey, Dwayne. Uh, found you from your channel, you know, found this from your channel. Uh, tell me who you are on the YouTube channel, excuse me. And, uh, uh, a little bit of what's going on and I will let you into the private groups. Awesome. Uh, it's a small community of people. Uh, but there, uh, there's some people who've been there for quite a while who, who, uh, that's what I'm looking for, who still participate uh, and are very at a, at, and are at various levels of uh, healing on this. Okay, I, so this is what happens when I read the last question. I don't understand what's going on. So Lori Ann says, "Hi again. Uh, I live with a very dark narc. He will." Not feel a thing when I go. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but then you go on to say, how do you get local law and, uh, I don't know what SIP means. Oh, support to assist. Okay. The thing is, is on the law side of it, there, there has to be something legal that's a problem. Uh, you know, I mean, if, you, if the person does something physical, that's easy, right? If they, if they physically hurt you, call 911 or 999, or wherever, whatever it is, whatever country you're in. Uh, if it's a restraining order, like what uh, the, the uh, Trisha was talking about, if you have evidence to, sh to, to show that the person is stalking you, um, getting an order of protection is not too hard. I think in that situation, she'd probably easily get a temporary restraining order, and then when they went to, went to court, show those documents and there probably would be an order to saying, stay away. If you do this again, you're going to jail. So let me, uh, 
All's well says I protect myself. Uh, I protect myself from my ex by not having social media, keeping my circle small, living on the other side of the world, and always carrying a weapon on me. You know, um, that is uh, excellent advice. I, I think staying out of social media, especially at the early stages of this, is probably a good thing. No, not probably. It absolutely is. And the other thing I would say on that, which isn't necessarily what she's saying, but I just want to mention this. Be careful of some of the support forms. This kind of goes with uh, uh, what Trisha was talking about. Be careful because some of them are so toxic. I used to kind of hang out and I would comment on on people's stuff every once in a while and try to offer some advice, but it's so draining. Um, I mean, it's like, I mean, you got, I guess, a larger group of people. They're they're uh, at varying degrees of of recovery. Plus, there's people who are just damaged who who might be a little toxic themselves. And so, just be careful what you allow into your environment and uh, what you uh, what you do. All right, the phone lines are open. One. Four two four three seven three five four eight three. Now, I would say the other day I was like, "Hey, could someone test the web thing?" But Divorce Papa was kind enough to do that yesterday, so we know the web web interface works. And at least today, it appears as though my uh, my system is actually uh, updating. So, so hopefully that will be that will be okay. While I'm waiting on that, I am going to where is it? Uh, if you are, are new to this whole thing, to this show, to this new show, the other day I had uh, mentioned or brought up, scroll this up a little bit, that I put a poll on the community tab. You can get to that just by going to youtube.com slash divorce slash community. And the uh, I think the latest one is the poll where I'm just asking you what you think amazingly uh, one i really appreciate the fact that i've had 151 people participate in this poll so thank you very much for that i am surprised that 50 percent of the people polled say they didn't even know about the show uh 39 which i think if i remember correctly let me see if i can pull i don't know if i can show you the numbers but i, I might at least be able to to uh say what the numbers are so uh, 71 or 76 people didn't know 59 people love it 11 people say i like it but every day is too much, and uh, five people do not like it. So thank you very much for the feedback on that. Again, like I mentioned at the, at the start of this week, this whole thing is a test, and uh, to try to figure out what the battle rhythm for this will be. Uh, personally, I'm kind of doing, or, or jumping in on the daily side of it just because I have this unique opportunity to be able to do that. So I'm going to basically jump in, jump in with both feet, and just test things out and see how it goes. Uh, I don't even, let's see, how many people do we even have? We have 51 people on right now, which is pretty, which is basically <laughs> all the people who said they love it, baby. Uh, if you're on the show and you like what's going on and you haven't participated in the poll, please jump over. Uh, now, I, I, one thing I want to add is, is I think that some people think that I'm going to completely switch this to this. Now, Technically, for this week, that's kind of what's happened just because I'm still trying to get my rhythm on this, but that's not the goal. You know, the goal is to have a, 
a show that we we start off we we throw out there or you know you know start the day off have your have your have your cup of coffee or your cocktail i suppose if you're on the wrong t- in a different time zone and uh you know start the day have a conversation get things going have some people call in share some stories share some you know hardships share some successes you know have that mix of it and uh but still do the normal stuff right still make the the normal standalone video content uh i fully intended to do this but keep in mind what what's happening now is i'm i'm getting up at like 5 5:20 doing the show from 6 to 7 update that you know basically pull the thing out to upload it for the podcast and everything and then i go into my normal job and then yesterday was you know so it's just it's really tough and then typically what i would do normally i wouldn't be doing all that morning stuff i would then do my you know do my initial meetings for morning because i'm actually working from here uh record a, if i have an epiphany for a, a video idea or, or topic basically publish or go record that publish it later in the afternoon go back to work and do that kind of that kind of balance. And that was working okay, and I intended to still do that. So just to clarify, this is not to say, hey, I'm going to just change this whole channel to this. I mean, I guess the the flip side to it is, is that if these you know if these streams started to work, and you know the engagement was, I mean, if if if, if the data showed that people like that more than this, okay, then I'd have to reevaluate. Uh, so far, the data has shown that you guys like standalone videos better but uh this is just something i wanted to try all right i like this let me get back to the main screen so whoops ga says stay positive guys and ladies tomorrow is another day it is that is such an important concept and i will tell i will say that uh for me that got me through a lot. There was a lot of times where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to make it through today and just go to bed and start again tomorrow. And maybe tomorrow will be a better day. Sometimes it was. Oftentimes at the beginning, it was not. Let's see. I, I see Debbie had commented to somebody. Let me see if I can find. Let me let me scroll back up. Remember, the phone lines are open. one 373 5483 If you are watching this after, if you're watching a replay or listening to the podcast and you want to be you want to participate in the next show. You can call that number and leave a message that I can play and use as a discussion topic, potentially. Let me see. All right, now i got to figure out where that was. So, I'm going to do this. Okay, so... Mike says, uh, my sister had emergency surgery. We are close. My other siblings didn't contact me. My alcoholic father did, which could have been set up uh, by my covert narc mom. No contact again. How do I stop the anger? Well, the, I mean, the first part about that is, I mean, the anger is a valid 
response, but it's one of those things that you can't just live there forever because it will drive you crazy. Hopefully your sister's okay. Uh, And, you know, I mean, you you just have to say, okay, this is what happened. And, I mean, effectively just kind of accept it. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to brainstorm on how you could try to set up a boundary. But the problem is when you're dealing with a toxic, narcissistic people, especially covert, it's, it's, they're not going to respect boundaries, you know? And, and if you're expecting, I mean, you, and the, and the sad part is if you sit there and try to engage with them and say, you know, what you did is wrong. You know, why didn't you tell me what, you know, why, why did no one tell me? I mean, there's all kinds of other issues going on. You know, I mean, if you're dealing with toxic, narcissistic people, typically the answer will be, well, we didn't know you cared. You never call anyways. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll make up some type of uh, reason why what they did makes sense. And it doesn't have to be based in reality. And oftentimes it's not. It's just their vision or version of reality and what they, uh, what they think. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, a, it's not a great thing. Um, let me see what Debbie had actually said. David said, uh, so much going on. I'm so sorry you're going through that. Learning to face anger each day is draining on yourself. Sounds like self-care is in order. Yeah, I mean, that's a really great point. You know, I mean, I think oftentimes when we're, we're going through this, we forget how important it is to, to, for self-care. And, I mean, and I, you know, it's like keeping your environment calm, keeping yourself stable. Uh, I had a, a, we do this thing in work and we were talking about resilience and we had this whole discussion that I had to do with uh, the team yesterday talking about, you know, how do you deal with uh, events? How does, you know, what's your support group to help you deal with it? I mean, they're not talking about narcissistic things because, you know, in that situation, it's like, well, how does family help? You know, and in some situations, family doesn't help. And some situations, family can be a major problem in the whole in the whole situation. All right, let's see. I'm trying to scroll around and see what we got going on here. Again, the phone lines are open 1424-373-5483. Let's see. Shay says, sat in my driveway for three hours passing a kidney stone, emailing and asking me to bring water out to him. Oh, so he sat in your driveway for three hours. I ignored him, almost called EMS to call his bluff. See, and and this, Shay brings up a a, a tactic that is so freaking common. It's guilt and uh, pulling on, you know, I'm pulling on your empathy. They, they'll do stuff like that to try to regain control. It's like, all right, I'm going to try to make you feel so much like a royal piece of garbage 
if you don't, well, one is they'll say stuff like, well, I'm going to hurt myself. If you do anything, then, then whatever happens is your fault. So you're like, oh crap, you know, I don't want to, I don't want that guilt on my hands. I don't want them to, to do something. And then, and then I feel like it's my fault or I could have done something different, you know, or doing something like this. I mean, if you're, I mean, I haven't had a kidney stone. I think I might have, you know, maybe, I mean, there's some things that are like, hmm, maybe that's that. Um, but I've known people who have, that's a horrible experience for someone. If they're really having, if they're passing a kidney stone to drive to their ex wife's house and, uh, sit in the driveway and text them like, you know, Oh, bring me, you know, I need water, bring me water. I mean, seriously, everyone I've known who has kidney stones, they think they're dying and they're heading to the emergency room to try to figure out what's going on. Not, not pulling up into their ex's driveway to, uh, to, uh, to try to make them feel guilty and take care of them. But I mean, that's the type of, I mean, going back into the discussion from the beginning part of today's topic, that's a good example of it. I mean, I, I mean, maybe that's technically not dangerous, but it's highly manipulative. And the, and the sad part is, is for the example that Shay made, if she did accommodate that, which you know, damn good and well, the next thing is, is can I just stay on your couch for, you know, until this is over? And you allow it back in, it's like you know your defense. It's like a Trojan horse that comes in and then starts destroying from from within. It's very toxic. It's very it's very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like malignant. It's not. It's it's these people are they're they're like poised out there to just try to destroy your life as much as they possibly can. GA says, she literally drove me to the hospital one time. She actually cared. You know, and, and it's, it's in, and I, maybe, maybe there's more to this, but, but what I will say is I've, I've seen a lot of stories and I've even had, well, I've never had to go to the hospital, but I have had medical conditions where I'm like, look, I need your help. You know, uh, like the diabetes thing. It's like, you know, we need to make some adjustments and it's like, no, not doing it. You know, that's your problem. You figure it out. It's like, but you make all the, I mean, you know, I go to work, you make the food, you know, and, and the really annoying part in that is when we had our, or when she was pregnant with our um, third daughter, she had gestational diabetes and uh, the doctor's like, Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta change some things. Cause you know, you're kind of in this danger zone. And I'm like, Hey, whatever we got to do, you know what, you know, I mean, I remember she came home that day crying and I'm like, well, what's going on? And well, this is what they said. I've said, okay, well, what's, what do they say we're supposed to do? Well, we, you know, they want me to, you know, go on this diabetic diet. I'm like, okay, what? And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. I mean, all right. If we have to eat, eat differently, we'll eat differently. I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do, mate? You know, like, you know, you better buy me Haagen-Dazs. And, you know, and she'd have to do separate meals. Uh, so, you know, did that, got everything under control, had our daughter. She stayed on, we stayed on that diet. I lost a ton of weight. Uh, we had completely switched the way we were eating. Things were going really well. And then one day she hit her weight limit that she wanted and was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm like, what do you mean you're done? 
oh, I'm not doing this anymore. We're, we're I'm, I'm not, I mean, we, we've done this for two years. Um, I reached my weight. I don't, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm like, but we're like feeding the kids better and whatever. Well, that's, that's your problem. You know I mean? We're, we're going to switch this other thing. And I meant me. I'm like too. I'm like, you know, my doctor says I'm like at high risk. Yeah, that's your problem. You can make your own food. You can do whatever. Um, so it's really, it's really tough. Right. And it's, it oftentimes trying to, if I can find GA's comment, you know, the reality is the reality is most of the time a toxic person when they do something that's nice or they do something that a normal person would do it's not because they're normal it's because in their mind they're thinking this makes me look good if i do this 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 is good for my image so like they don't necessarily want to do it they're not necessarily worried about you. They're just like, oh, crap. All right. Well, I guess I better drive GA to, uh, to the hospital because if I don't and he actually dies or something really goes wrong, then, you know, everyone's going to look at me and say that I'm not, you know, you know, that, that they'll think I'm a bad person. But as long as I'm putting on the illusion that I'm doing the right thing, then they'll, then they'll be, you know, then they'll be okay. Uh, not they, meaning they, their image will be okay. But I'll tell you, if they didn't do it and something happened, then they would just turn it around back on you. Like in that situation, if something did happen to GA, it would be, oh, well, he always makes stuff up. Uh, You know, I didn't, you know, always a hyper, whatever. It would be your fault and their reaction or what they did or didn't do made sense in that context. So people go, oh, oh, okay. Well, I guess it's too bad that he did all those things and now you know, oh, it caught up to him, which is, uh, which I think is dangerous and falls back into that topic of why narcissistic people are dangerous. The, the thing is to tie that back in here, let me adjust this. Cause this doesn't look right. I moved some things around the other day and it created, created some issues. GA says DST flashback. The, the thing is, is that they drive you crazy. You know, they don't operate under the same, like we were talking about before, the same moral playbook and nothing is, nothing is real. It's like if, if we do something, we're like, oh, we see our buddy or our friend or our relationship is having an issue. You know, you want to help them because you're invested in the other person. It's not you're helping them because you're invested in your own reputation. And it's like, oh crap, you know, well, if I, I, I mean, it would, it would be like, it, you know, if, if Debbie, if she's not here, she's at her house, but if she said, called me up and said, Hey, I'm having, you know, I'm having a, uh, a medical emergency. And I was just like, you know, yeah, well call 911 and, you know, call me later or something. I mean, you know, the, the thing a normal person would do would probably be like, okay, call 911. I'm on my way. You know, text me if you can, if they're sending you to the hospital and I'll meet you there. Right. And it, and it's not because you're looking at or, or I would be looking at it going, oh, crap, you know, I need to do that because if something goes wrong, you know, people are going to think I'm an ass. It's because you genuinely care. They don't genuinely care. It's like they don't have the ability to do that. The hard part is going back with what GA said in the beginning is when they periodically do nice things, you're like, oh, okay, they can be a normal human. And you're, you're equating the actions based on 
on what a, a good person would do. And you're thinking, oh, okay, they do have empathy. So they did this. They do care. A stupid example for, for me is my ex used to, she, I, like, I used to drink iced tea, unsweetened. You, you people on the side of the world or, you know, United States where you put sugar in tea. Oh my God, how do you do that? <laughs> so she would make iced tea for me. And I'd be like, oh my God, that's so nice. And I used to think, wow, she knows I like that. She's doing that for me. And it took me a long time to realize that wasn't for me. That was to, 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 to throw something out there to try to make me, conf- you know, to make me think that it was for her. But that's what it was. It, it wasn't a genuine gesture to like, I'm going to do this because I know that this person likes it and I'm going to do it for them. It's like, I know they like it. I'm going to do it for my own personal gain. It's like, that's always their agenda. A narcissistic person doesn't do anything for them, uh, for, for other people. They do it for themselves. Now we are almost out of time. So if one more person can call with calls, we'll take that. But, uh, I do have a hard break at seven, so I'm going to have to go. Not uh, Tricia says not tea crumbs. It's always something. Uh, let me scroll down. Uh, GA says, uh, DSD learned a lot in this channel. Um, thank you for that. I'm glad it's been helpful. Yeah. Says, uh, GA also says now through what we know, they were doing, whoops, doing it for image, not for you. Yeah. And it's really hard to, it's, it's really hard to see that. It's really hard to accept it. And it's really hard to go through, um, it's really hard to go through this at the end of it and realize and realize come to the realization that a lot of this was uh, an illusion. It was an act, and it wasn't real. It wasn't. It wasn't genuine. Okay, so Debbie's trying to tell me about a comment. I wonder if I can find this. Let me see. Whoa, wrong button. Whoa, oh no, and it's going to play something. No, don't do that. All right. Wow, that's weird. I don't even know what the heck I did on that one. It like opened up the preview player of the of the stream. Um, oh, okay. I tried to search on that, Debbie, and I cannot, I cannot find it. If you could post it in. Question. No, that's oh my god. Um, no, I don't. I don't see it anywhere. If, if, um, just copy and paste it in the text and I, and I can try to read it from there because I don't, I don't see it. John Boston says your ex sounded like my wife. Let another person deal with that self, uh, selfishness. Your health should be important to her as your own health. Yeah, it, it's it, it. To be honest, guys, when that happened, I mean, so that was way back when my so my my youngest, who's fourteen, getting ready to turn fifteen. So that was what fifteen years ago, uh, or actually, I guess it would be sixteen years ago because it was when she was uh, pregnant with her. It was, um, I, it it really messed with me emotionally. I I actually when I it, it was weird, right? I I often talk about how important self validation. 
uh, is. And in that situation, I didn't have that at that time. So whenever that happened, I was like, well, this per you know, the person I love the most doesn't give a flying beep about me. Well, why do I care? So I was just like, well, F it, you know, send, you know, let, let's have more carbs. I mean, I start I started eating more. I mean, I just, I, I over ate, I gained up all the weight. I got back almost up to 300 pounds. Uh, my blood sugar went not well. Uh, every time I went to the doctor, they're like, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. You could lose limbs. You could go blind. You, you know, you could die from this. You need to stop. And I was at the point, I'm like, well, nobody cares. You know, what value am I? Nobody cares about, you know, and I, and I didn't have any value for myself at the time. Working my butt off, trying to, prom- or not trying, promoting at work, getting to the highest levels I never thought I'd be able to accomplish and constantly feeling like I was a worthless piece of crap. Again, another example of how narcissistic people are dangerous because they just, it's so subversive. It's like undermines your self-worth and self-value to the point that you don't care anymore. You feel like, well, well, the people who are supposed to care for me don't. So nobody, you know, I'm not worthy of it. So who cares? And, and the reality is, is you are worthy. I was worthy of having love and you have to, you have to do it internally first. You have to get to the point that you're like, Hey, I'm a good person. You know what? I, I deserve people to respect me. I deserve people to love me and, uh, I'm okay. And I don't need validation from someone else to, to exist in this world. Validation is awesome. It's outstanding whenever you have somebody who, who compliments your life and adds that into it. But when you need that from somebody else, and oftentimes when you do, uh, it, it's weird because, well, I'll do this real quick. When I first, Debbie and I first started dating, we would have these, these conversations and I would always predicate the discussion with, uh, uh, Hey, I want you to try something, but you're probably not going to like it, you know, or, or, you know, Hey, listen to this, but it's probably not going to be your, you know, you're probably not even going to like it. And, and, and I remember at one point early on, she would say, why are you saying that? You know, I haven't even, we haven't even, we haven't even, you know, you, you mentioned something and you're immediately saying it's, it's potentially something I'm not going to like. And we haven't even tried, you know, we haven't even done it yet. That's not the right way. (laughs) That didn't sound right. (laughs) We haven't tried it yet. I don't know if that, if that was any better. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) uh, what I'm saying is it it was, it was really an interesting thing because I thought about it when she said that and I'm like, oh my God, you know, my entire life, I've always been put down or, or criticized or whatever. So it was a defense mechanism for me to try to like preemptively, you know, it's like, well, you're probably not going to like it. So whenever you try this and go, Oh my God, this is disgusting. I could be like, yeah, oh, well, okay. You know, I wasn't sure if you, you know, you figured you probably wouldn't like it. You know what I mean? It's like, and it wasn't until we had that conversation that it really clicked. And I'm like, Holy crap. My entire life has been based around that to where I, uh, uh, that's the the world I was living in. That's probably the world you were living in, or if you're early into this, the world you're living in right now. Okay, so... Oh, okay, so that comment must have been deleted. Uh, On that, 
It's 6.52 on a Thursday morning. And I am going to have to wrap this up. So I will shut down the, the call-in thing. Uh, again, after the, uh, after the show, if you're watching this on a replay or if you want to uh, add something, you can call in later and just leave a voicemail. Uh, unless I'm testing the system like what happened. Actually, what happened with the original caller is Debbie and I were testing, uh, testing this thing out. And the person called into the show, you know, so the back end was running and it brought it in like it was a real call. And I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, and then because it doesn't, it's not made to, to do that, the person called, left, a, you know, left the, the 20 second little thing, like what happens when you call on this, of what they wanted to talk about, and then hung up and then deleted it. And I'm like, oh, crap. Fortunately, the person left a comment saying, hey, I left a message. And I was like, hey, we were testing it. Can you do it again? And they, and they called back in. So on that at 6.53... Uh, and like I said, I have a hard break at seven, so I need to get going. So thank you guys for hanging out for uh, the morning. I hope this starts your day out good. Uh, looks like we had 53 or we have 53 people on. Uh, if you're new to the show, please uh, consider subscribing. Ring the bell notifications so that uh, you uh, get notified. If you like what's going on here and you want to support, please consider becoming a channel member. Uh, there's multiple tiers. Every little bit helps helps keep the lights on, help keeps the dial tone going because all this stuff costs money. Uh, if you have not participated in the poll, please head over to the community tab on the YouTube channel and vote on that. I would say if you're one of the people who said you didn't know about it, if you've now seen it and you have an opinion, uh, I, if you can, which I think you can, uh, change your vote to uh, what you think would be more appropriate. Guys, Know that what you're going through, if you're having a hard time, it doesn't last forever. These people, although it feels like they can get their crawls, their claws and just stick them into you and keep you from moving on, we ultimately have the power to say enough is enough, that we're not going to do this anymore, that you're not going to have the power over me, and I'm taking my life back. I'm going to start over, and I'm going to have a good life. And on that... Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow for tomorrow's show, and uh, we'll just keep pressing on. All right, guys.